Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. These words we speak are true. We're all human airy stew if we don't pledge allegiance to the Decibel Geek Podcast. That's right. I'm Aaron Camaro, joined as always by Chris Sinzak. How you feeling, man? I feel like human airy stew right now, I'll tell you that. It's been like a rough to, week for us. I'd like to take a big hot bath and some human airy stew or something, man. Yeah. Is it the weather? Is it the crazy Tennessee weather? It's hot one day, and then it's cold, and yes. then the next day it's sunshine, and the next day it's freezing rain. It's pretty brutal. God, it's been a brutal week. I, I don't know how we're here, but here we are, and we're, we're going to have a good time today, no doubt about it. Now, am I reading this right? This awesome music we're hearing at the, at the top of the show coming in, our featured artist, the name of the band is Thomas? Yeah, it's an artist named oh, Thomas, okay. like a solo artist. Okay, I got you. So it's just Thomas. Thomas, yeah. Okay, cool. Like I'll share. go with that. Right on. But way cooler. Way right? cool. <laughs> <laughs> so this is another one of the great roster acts from our sponsor, High Volume Music. We've been talking about these guys for weeks now. We we love it a lot because we always want to be on the cutting edge of new rock and roll music. And I mean, the the bands, you know, the bands that we've heard about in these these last few weeks that have come stuff. to us from High Volume Music is awesome. Now this band or artist, Thomas, it's material. It's got a decibel geek connection here because one of the writers for the album is our buddy Denny Smith. You know, and you guys remember him from our last year's Kissmas in July episode. Yeah, and he was actually working on this album at the time that That's uh, right. we recorded that one. That's very cool. So this song that you're hearing is called Drivin' Baby, and you can get more information on Thomas at highvolmusic.com, as well as in the show notes today. Just click on it. It'll take you over there. You can thank us later because, man, there's all kinds of cool rock and roll to find over at highvolmusic.com. Yeah. And uh, well, I've got a couple of iTunes reviews to read this week. Really, more than one? Yeah. Nice. Let me let me see. One's kind of long, and then one's short and sweet. Okay, so yeah, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's long or if it's short, as long as it's five stars, and you guys are taking the time That's to do it over on iTunes. What she said. <laughs> but that's what we're saying so yeah. so let's give it a shot here's how it goes here's the first one it, it's just entitled i'd give it 11 stars if i could that's not bad out of five i'll take it i'll take 11 out of five it comes to us from greg augustine from right here in the good old usa and it goes a little something like this wow these guys deliver a show that not only introduced me to new and obscure bands but they lend a new perspective on the music I grew up listening to. The show caught my attention because they have really cool guests from time to time, like Desmond Child, and interesting producers who give personal accounts of behind-the-scenes action on some classic albums. I love that, too. The first episode I caught was a Pink Floyd edition that focused on some of their deeper cuts, as opposed to the songs we all know. Not only was it great, but it reintroduced me to Floyd again. That's the idea. There's enough variety here to keep things rocking. I especially love the episodes when they play music from the bands I know by heart mixed with bands I've never heard. This show makes me miss the days of listening to rock radio. The production is solid, and the guys have a firm grasp on the material. It can be funny as hell at times. Don't be afraid to subscribe to this if you like rock music and want a nice break from the mind-numbing repetition of modern radio. Don't miss it. Five stars iTunes review from Greg Augustine, man. Thanks a lot, Greg. Shoot, that means yeah, a lot man. to us, man. That's really That's awesome. awesome feedback. Heck yeah, it is. I like that a lot because, you know, somebody goes on iTunes, they see something like that, and they say, yeah, this is for me. It makes right. it easy. Let me read this next one. Okay, this is, oh, nice. Yeah, you read this okay, one. Okay, this one, the this is short and sweet, but I love it. It's titled Rock and Roll All Night, and it comes from Seabsea in the UK. 
Paige and Plant, Ozzy and Iomi, Perry and Tyler, Michaels and DeVille, Beavis and Butthead, Chris and Aaron, freaking and awesome. <laughs> freaking and awesome. That's a freaking and awesome iTunes review right there. So it's two perfect examples right there. If you guys haven't taken the time to leave us a nice iTunes review, please do so. You can go either route. You can take the time and write it all out just like the first one, or you can take this second one here, short, sweet, to the point. It's all good. We appreciate it so much either way, and thank you guys both for taking the time to leave us an iTunes review. I think we're more on the Beavis and Butthead side of the scale, but I thank Most you anyway. Most of the time, yeah. yeah. Most we're, of the time. We want to be page and plant, but we'll get right. there one of these days. <laughs> We're working our way up. We're barely Michaels and DeVille. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's talk about the Geeks of the Week this week. If, you, uh, if you're new to the show, Geeks of the Week is how it works. You share on Facebook or we share it on Twitter the link to the episode that you're listening to, and the next week on the show I will read your name. Yeah, it's simple the, as that. By the looks of it, a lot of people enjoyed and shared our little trip to yep. New York City rock and roll history last week with Definitely. where you come from. Yeah, the geeks of the week this week are Brian Knapp, Brent Walter, Rich Canamar, Mike Stewart, Dennis Gamez, Talk to Me podcast, Joe Lascon, Kevin Williams, Warren Money, Greg McGlone, Joy Vanchieri, Eric Reed, Wayne Cross, Mark Alden Taylor, Aaron Baker, Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Joseph C.M. Belly, Paul Stam, Jason. Wood, Rock and Ron Runyon, Otto Erlen Gregerson, Mike Tyler, Andrew Jacobs, Trevor McDougal, Sean Cullen, Shane Aber, Anthony Espinufano, Chad Pollock, Hoops, Ernesto Aguiar, Derek Novak, Billy Hardcore, Adam Cox, Music Mags and Wax, Alan Big Al Tate, Paul Watson, and the Mooger Fooger. Super duper Mooger Fooger. I love it. Man, those are our people right there, our Geeks of the Week. Just get out there, help us spread the word. When this episode goes up on the Facebook page, our official Facebook page, you guys just go right there, share it, and then that makes it easy for Chris to know where it's getting shared from, and then he counts you in, and you're one of the mighty, one That's of the right. proud, one of the Geeks of the Week. Simple as that. That's true. So now, uh, let's get to today. So I guess, you know, if you haven't, if this just isn't your first episode and you know a little something about us and you've spent a little time with Chris and myself, you pretty easily know that we are crazy, crazy about Alice Cooper. We love Alice Cooper. Everything about Alice Cooper, we love it. And so, you know, I got to say, here lately, Alice Cooper's been getting some pretty damn good attention, especially mm -hmm. on Grammy night when he performed yeah, with the Hollywood Vampires, Vampires, man. And how cool was that? Those guys totally stole the show. Yeah. Not, not that there was much competition. No, there wasn't. But they easily stole the show. And what got me, what I really loved about that night was the fact that when Alice Cooper's up there with those guys and they're rocking hard <laughs> and it pans the audience, and you see people like Bruno Mars and they're just like blown away, yep. shocked, in awe, maybe a little scared, you know, these pop artists and they're like, what are these stringed things these guys yeah, are slamming around up those. there? It's like, that's where samples come yeah, from? There's no auto-tune. Where's the auto-tune? There's no need for auto-tune when you're dealing with Alice Cooper. auto-talent. That's right. Automatic. Every <laughs> time. No doubt about it. Alice Cooper. We love it. So today, we thought, you know, what is the title? What's the official title of the show? Top 5 70s Alice Cooper songs. Okay. And so our personal favorites. Right. So, because normally you would think, you know, of course, 18 and yeah, School's but we don't, Out. We're but not playing the singles. Again, you guys know us a little bit better than that, so you're not going to hear Billion Dollar Babies And those today. songs are great. And they're fantastic. Yeah. They're amazing songs. But you can songs. turn on the radio and hear those. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. So today we're going to go a little bit deeper. So you ready to get right into the Yeah, it's just crazy. It 70s? took us, it took us, we love Alice Cooper. It was taking us this long to do an Alice Cooper music theme show. Yeah, it's about time. So I think today is a perfect time to do it. So let's get right to it. All right. I've been sick all week. I ain't got jack shit for notes, <laughs> to be to to totally honest with you. So today let's just let the music do the talking. And this is a song to me that... It makes me think about when this music came out and it was fresh and new, say around 1971 off Love It to Death, when kids, teenage kids, are getting to hear these songs for the first time. And maybe I was late to the party, but I remember the first time I heard that album. And I remember songs like this that make you feel like, okay, Alice Cooper knows what it's like to be a teenager and how crazy it is and how the world's a, just a strange place that you're trying to navigate your way through. And he's always a good guide, you know, to, mm -hmm. to make you feel like you're not alone. Even if you the song came out, you know, 20 years earlier than the first time you're hearing it. So if today it's the first time you're hearing it, you're going to enjoy it. But like I said, from 1971 off of Love It to Death, I can't think of a better way to start. This is the almighty Alice Cooper with Is It My Body. What have I got that makes you want to love me? Now is it my body? Someone 
Shit, yeah, you're not going to hear that on the radio, are you? No, still man. sounds good but today. Why not, man? See, that song, it's like, man, you can, the lyrics even, you just, you can relate to that is, I remember being about that funny age, you yeah. know, when I'm hearing this stuff for the first time, and it's like, learning about girls, trying to figure out, you know, what's going on down here, you know, where yeah. are them feelings coming from, you know, and then having Alice Cooper as a guide to go, okay, yeah. all right, so I'm not alone in this. Alice Cooper, had, and much like Kiss, because if you're new to the show or Giant Kiss fans, was had this special connection to basically the outsider, and yeah. you know the 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 freaks could could look could look up to him and get inspiration from him and the band themselves too. But uh, yeah, I mean, and that's kind of a running theme through his whole career. You know, he's yeah. he's a, he's an artist for the rest of us, basically. Exactly. And um, I'm gonna stay in 1971, but I'm gonna play something off of the Killer album. And which is an aptly titled album because damn, there's so many great songs on this yeah. record. And the uh, yeah, these are in like I'll just and for some more specificity. That's a big word like gymnasium, probably isn't even a word. But um, <laughs> the, the these are like the five my five favorites from the '70s this week. So right. this could yeah, change totally. at any time. Oh yeah. And we had a ton of uh, suggestions from people on the Facebook page. Sure, basically the the, the discography from the '70s. I every, think damn near every song got mentioned. Yeah, everybody picked every song, so you know you just can't go. We can't mess this up. Yeah, Killer was released in November of 1971. It released it reached number 20 on the Billboard charts. The big singles off the album were Under My Wheels and Be My Lover, both great songs. Yeah. Um, the one that I picked, though, uh, was written by Alice, Michael Bruce, and Bob Ezrin. He's been in the press lately. and uh, Love that guy. Kudos I, to him. Absolutely. We'll talk about that in the VIP. Uh, but I definitely I love the frantic guitar playing throughout the song and the use of feedback at the end of this. This is from Killer. This is You Drive Me Nervous. Yeah. 
Man, I love it. It's such a cool. Freaking song. love it. And it's nothing. Nothing sound the original. I, I'm honestly more of a fan of the solo Cooper stuff compared to the original band. But the original band truly had a unique sound. Man, I love that early stuff too, man. I do. I, I love, love it, it all. I love it all. All of it. It's all good to me. But yeah, they they truly had their own stamp on things. Shit, yeah, man. All right, so we'll keep on rocking here. Um, let's go ahead and jump right up to 1973 and Billion Dollar Babies, which is an amazing album. And you know, I always think back to to like Alice Cooper's scary <laughs> songs. You know, the stuff that that really freaked people out back yeah. in the day. That wouldn't be nothing today right like by today's shock standards it's so mild and so pale but to think back to to how upset you know parents were over alice cooper back in this time you know and it's songs like i love the dead you know songs about necrophilia that really freak people out and it makes me think too like then the 90s when marilyn manson was coming out same thing it was just a prototype you know it was just a rehashed version marilyn manson had to have been the biggest alice cooper fan whether he'd ever want to admit it or not i don't know but it, the influence is totally there. Totally, maybe not so much in the music, maybe, but uh, definitely the in the value. in the persona and the yeah. shock value, no doubt about it. But back in 1973, man, nobody scared him like Alice Cooper, and here's a perfect reason why. Like I said, from 1973, Billion Dollar Babies, it's Alice Cooper, and you know he loves the dead. I love the dead before they're cool. The bluing flesh for me to hold. Cadaver eyes upon me see nothing. Before they rise, no farewells, no goodbyes. I never even knew your now rotting face. While friends and lovers mourn your silly grave, I have other uses for you, darling.
love the dead, man. How cool is that? That's a great song. Creepy. Creepy. I'm hoping scary. to hear that live when we we'll see them soon. I'm soon. so looking forward to that, man. Alice night. Cooper's doing is he doing that in other other places too though? Uh, uh, well, I mean he's doing a tour. Right. But uh doing theaters and then after that, he's going to do the Hollywood Vampires Tour after that. So. Right on. Heck yeah. Get out there and buy that uh, that uh, Hollywood Vampires yeah. album, man. It's good. Go through our link at Amazon and go pick that up. Highly recommended it. I heard it the other day. It's killer. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Cool. There's some really cool covers on there and some really, really awesome originals. Yeah. For sure. I say, so for my next pick... Uh, this is I'm going to play something off School's Out from 1972. It's another great album. Um, released in June of that year, reached number two on the Billboard charts, I guess, for all intents and purposes. This was his breakout album. Uh, the single, of course, School's Out, was a massive hit. And uh, this song that I picked, though, it shows the band stretching out a bit with the use of the piano to build drama. And it's just kind of a hallmark yeah. of Bob Ezrin's production style. And he would use that for decades on um, it works here. Yeah, and this is a cool track. This is My Stars from School's Out.
love that song. That whole album. It's so cool. It's, uh, a, it's a unique song, and it's, it's I love that jazzy breakdown it's got yeah. before the lead guitar part comes in. Yeah, because Alice was good for like adding in like little weird things. You know, I'm yeah. sure that's got a light, like uh, like you said a lot to do with Bob Ezrin, but yeah, you know, it never seems out of place. You know, you could have a jazz breakdown in the middle of a song like that, and it just fits perfectly. Yeah, it shouldn't, but it does. It's such an odd song, but it it's one of those I will never ever skip. And, right, and, and when I listen to Schools Out, it's always one of the highlights of that album for me. Oh, most definitely. And four out of my, I think it's four out of my five songs. Uh, Bob Ezrin was involved in all all of those. Right on. So yeah, they, I, I love their partnership. Yeah, man, amazing stuff has come out of that. All right, so I got one more pick before we go into break. You know, and I, I was just thinking about Alice Cooper because it's when we were ramping up to do this show, and in my haze of being sick, I was having memories about you know being introduced to Alice Cooper and how I got into it. And mm-hmm. you know, at first, like a lot of bands, because of Kiss. I didn't get in Alice Cooper as early as I should have. Me neither. Because there was a kid at school that was a huge Alice Cooper fan. And he was a pretty cool dude. He was all right. But he was kind of a dick. And he'd always say, you know, oh, God, how can you listen to Kiss? Yeah, Kiss is bullshit. Yeah, they ripped off Alice Cooper. You know it, you know. And be like, yeah, but Kiss is so much different than Alice Cooper, right. you know. And he would just shove it down your throat all the time, you know. And it, it'd make you hate Alice Cooper before you even got to hear any of it, you know. And that guy ended up growing up and getting on meth, and he's in prison right now. So, you know, oh, wow. he, he was an idiot. <laughs> But so was I. Right. Because I should have said, you know what? Maybe you're right. Let me listen to some more of that because I would have got into Alice Cooper way earlier. We're all closed-minded when we're young. Yeah, it's strange. But here's one of the first songs that I remember hearing, too, that was just, you know, just blew me away. The guitar, the riff, the hook in this song just grabs you and pulls you in. From 1975's classic album, Welcome to My Nightmare, this is Cold Death. Kiss Pop-Tarts, you'd buy them. Rubbing our last two brain cells together, 
This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. I used to be a vampire. Used to be a big deal. We were kings. All right, before we get back into the celebration of Alice Cooper this week, I want you to, I want to let you know that's more music you're hearing right there from this week's featured artist, Thomas. Yeah, just Thomas. He only needs one name because he rocks so good. That's from our sponsors over at High Volume Music. The track's called This Is Low. It's got all that and a whole lot more over there at highvolumemusic.com. Check out Thomas. Check out uh, Strike Force. Check out all them great bands they've been turning us on to. And like we said at the top of the show, more info is always available in today's show notes. You just click on that. Otherwise, like I said, highvolumemusic.com. H-I-G-H-V-O-L music.com. Check it out. That's true. And I uh, want to mention our good friend Daryl Albert, of course, is back this week with some really cool stuff over at HK Collectibles, Inc. While we're in this Alice Cooper thing, I thought I'd tell you about He's got some cool Alice Cooper tickets up there. Right on. Including a ticket from the November 6, 1987 show at Market Square Arena that had Alice, Faster Pussycat, and Ace Fraley on the bill. Oh, man. What a lineup. Oh, man. <laughs> Can you imagine being at that? God, my mind would have been blown after that. It was three of my favorite artists right there. Right there. Yeah, One amazing. One building. And uh, also some other tickets from the Constrictor era also over there. Right on. Uh, just head over to decibelgeek.com, click on that HK Collectibles Inc. banner, and uh, buy some cool swag. Heck yeah, and while you're over there and you're thinking about doing some Amazon shopping, there's another link that's right there, right next to the HK Collectibles Inc. banner, and that's our Decibel Geek Amazon banner. And you click on that, and what you do is it takes you to Amazon, just like you normally would. You want to do some shopping, you want to buy every Alice Cooper album there is, you want to pick up that new Hollywood Vampires, it's all there and available for you at Amazon. All that and a whole lot more. But what you do is you go to decibelgeek.com, you click on our link, and it takes you to Amazon, and now you're helping us out. So whatever you buy, you don't pay a penny more for it than you normally would. But what Amazon does is they take a piece of their action, and they slide a little over to us here at the Decibel Geek Podcast. Bam. Just like that, you're helping us out. And people do it all the time. It's really a cool thing. And one of our favorite things about it, of course, is not just the, the great feeling that it gives us to know that you guys care enough about us to do it, but it's the fact that Amazon actually gives us a list of things that are purchased through our link, and it's always very interesting. Yeah, and some of the notable purchases from this past seven days on Amazon include a Canon battery pack, a Toshiba Universal docking station. Wow, is that uh, like one of the things they, they float out in space and it's... Exactly. Wow, man. It costs $3 million. Wow. We can retire. Aaron. We're retired. Thank you guys for <laughs> tuning in and good night. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. Even even if you did that, we'd still do the Decibel Geek true. podcast. We'll it, wear Star Trek uniforms, but we'll still do the we'll, podcast. We'll be in outer space, but you'll That's still true. get it. Uh, also, a U.S. pushpin travel wall map wall map was bought. Right on. So you can, planning a trip, I so think. So you can keep track of where you come from. That's true. Uh, KD Link's full HD wide-angle card dashboard camcorder with GPS. Nice. Somebody's uh, so it's like camcorder, like back on somebody in the day, or right? Something I don't know, stalking Great somebody. Great big thing. I don't know. Well, hope you get them. Uh, also, MP3s, uh, dedication, the very best of Thin Lizzy was bought. I own that one. Right on. Uh, Ghost Meliora was purchased. They just won a Grammy. Yeah, they did. Uh, and Judas Priest Hero Hero was bought. Hero Hero. Yeah, I looked at it. It looks like some sort of a compilation. Thing. I hadn't okay. heard of it until I saw that somebody had bought it. Just freaked me out there for a second. It's like, wait a minute, is there a Juice Priest album called Hero Hero that I don't know about? I think it's a compilation, like a best of type okay, thing. Okay, I'm going to have to look into that, man. I'm not going to be able to sleep. <laughs> and then uh, for full albums, Last in Line, Heavy Crown was bought. Man, that is really good. That's cool. Heck uh, yeah. Highly Suspect, a newer band, Mr. Asylum, was purchased. Interesting. Monster Truck Sitting Heavy was bought. That's one of my favorite yeah. newer bands. Heck um, yeah, y'all know how we feel about Monster Truck around here. And then Straight Out of Japan, Loudness Thunder in the East on Vinyl was purchased. Nice. Sweet. See, that's how it works. We get that list. We know. We know. It's like we're, we're rock and roll Santa Clauses. We check that list. We see you're out there buying good rock and roll through our link, and we appreciate it very, very much. Absolutely. You've all You've all been very, very good. That's true. So I guess we'll get back into the uh, list here. Time to reward you with more Alice Cooper. That's right. So now we move into solo Al- solo Alice Cooper. Uh, for my next pick is 1975 Welcome to My Nightmare album, released in March of that year, reached number five on Billboard. This was the first Alice Cooper solo album. Love, I love the power pop sound of this tune. And this one was written by Alice, Kim Fowley, and Mark Anthony of the Hollywood Stars. This is Alice Cooper from Welcome to My Nightmare with Escape.
man, that's far out. I've always loved that song, and uh, of course, you Kiss fans will know those names because Fowley and Anthony both also collaborated on King of the Nighttime World for Kiss that that's Bob right. Ezra brought in. Yeah, so that's very all, true. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, relations between Kiss and Alice Cooper, and aside from makeup. Yeah, and Bob Ezra and keeping mm. the rock and roll rolling in the 70s. I love it. That's true. All right, so that brings us up to, for me, 1976, and this was... For me, I guess technically, my very first, my very own Alice Cooper album, and I got it at a yard sale. Oh yeah, at a rummage sale, as we call them <laughs> back in Wisconsin. And my aunt, I remember it vividly. My aunt Pam took me, and I'm looking through some old records that somebody had there, and there it is. It's it seems giant at the time, you know, that big green face on the cover of the mm-hmm. Alice Cooper Goes to Hell album, and I'm just like, wow, you know. And I'm confused because he doesn't have the black stuff around his yeah, eyes, it's just you his know. Face. It's just his face. And I thought, well, it, this is Alice Cooper, though, right? You know. And so I mm-hmm. brought it home and I listened to it, and it's like, man. This stuff is so good, and you can't go wrong with really any song on this album, and some of it's kind of weird and experimental and doesn't really sound like the Alice Cooper you're used to, but again, you know, no matter how weird or experimental Alice Cooper gets, it's still all really awesome, yeah. and it still always seems to work out in the end. Mm-hmm. Even Dada. Oh, especially Dada. Especially, yeah, you're <laughs> right, you're right, especially Dada. But today we're going to stick to the 70s. This is a song I love from the very first time I heard it. So from 1976, Alice Cooper Goes to Hell, and this one's called Didn't We Meet. Follow me, but you see, I've seen that face before. I know those eyes, unearthly wise, I feel it more. To look at you, deja vu, chills me to the core.
Love that song. Yeah, me too, man. So awesome. So I guess we'll make it a double shot off the Ghost of Hell album for my next pick. You can't beat it. There's a, and I love so many. God, there's when we talked about doing this episode, we were both like, Jesus, how many songs are great songs are there to choose from? Well, and I know that we both had different experiences with it because when we decided we were doing this, I was like, Bam, there's my picks. I and agonized. you agonized over it. But here's the thing: when I said Bam, there's my picks, I'm glad I did it that way because as soon as I did it, you started thinking. About I started rethinking yeah. and thinking that. You know, maybe this. No, no, no. I'm glad I did it that way. Oh, I almost made changes all the way up to when I got here tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I love all of these songs, but I love so many others. And it's like, like we, I'm we still, could just turn into the Alice Cooper podcast. I never know. I, uh, I'm still kicking myself for not picking Halo of Flies. That was one right? that I love too. Yeah. That's such an experimental song. The ballad Dwight Fry, man. Oh, and that almost made my with list. That too. one too, man. So many. We could sit here and just talk about I the other get songs. Out of here. Oh, I love it. Love it. <laughs> I love all this stuff. So for my next pick, though, that's comes off the Ghost to Hell album also, which was released in June of 76, reached number 27 on the charts. This song will make you drive very fast. Yeah, oh yeah. This is a kick-ass song called Guilty.
I mean, I love it how today we just, we're, we could be both sick as dogs and, you know, in truth and reality, we both kind of are, but this is such a great topic and such a great subject that no matter, we, we could be, ha- <laughs> it's fun and we could be half dead and still not screw this up. Yeah, it's no. impossible to mess up this episode. Well, I'm sure we're going to get plenty of people saying we picked the wrong songs, but that's part yeah, of it. You know, but they're not going to, no, they can't say we picked the wrong songs. They can say you may not have picked the same songs as that's me, true. but they're all they're the all right songs. So. And I'm guilty, and on that album, check the the tandem playing with Hunter and Wagner is just yes. just insanely yes. good. It's it's just it's they are one of the best guitar duos of all time. Absolutely, no doubt about it. You'll get no argument from me on that. That one written by Dick Wagner, Alice Cooper, and Bob Ezrin. So good, you know. And speaking of Dick Wagner, that brings me up to my next pick. This is going to be my last one, and it comes from 1978, and from it's uh from the album from the inside. And, you know, this always, you know, we never talk about regret when it comes to the Decibel Geek podcast. (laughs) But if there's one thing that I regret is the fact that it was so in the works to do an Albums Unleashed about From the Inside with Dick Wagner. And we never got the opportunity to do so. And I so wish we could have because, man, as good as the one with Dada was, I think I like this album a little bit more Hmm. than I like Dada. I think Dick also did. um, Yeah. Because we had brought it up when we recorded the Dada one, and he kind of perked up when we mentioned it. Right. And then I was conversing with him through Facebook when he was in the hospital, and he was like, I'm not doing too great. And, and I was like, well, I still want to do it. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, do you think you'd be ready in about a month? And he's like, yeah, that should be fine. That was the last time I talked to him. Yeah. So mm. we were about a month away from no, We were just waiting on him to get better. Right, Because exactly. he was like wanting to do it from the hospital. Right, and I'm like, Dick, you know? come on. You need to focus on your health. Right, yeah, because we thought, you know, we, the guy's in the hospital. You don't want to rush him, you know, into doing it. And you want to use it as incentive to say, yeah. hey, you know. Yeah, I wanted him to we want get you better. To, we want you to get all better and then come do it, you know. So, yeah. so get better. And unfortunately yeah, for us wasn't, and wasn't him and everybody on the freaking planet, it didn't work out that way. Yeah, but we he left us a lot of great music. Yeah, he did. Here's a perfect example of that. I love this song, too. It's funny, and it rocks, and it's just a great song all the way around. So from 1978, From the Inside, this one's called Wish I Was Born in Beverly Hills.
wish I could drink half as much as she spills. <laughs> I love it, man. So funny. And my my last pick of the show is also from from the inside. From from the inside. Well, um, before we get into that last song, yeah, let's just take a quick moment here because we don't talk about it too much, but we really do need to take <laughs> and give it a little shine this week. Mm-hmm. And that's to mention our VIP program that we got going on for the the very the the upper echelon of rock and roll fans that also happen to love the Decibel Geek podcast that listen to the Decibel Geek podcast every single week and want a little bit more mm-hmm. you know we're actually giving you more than a little bit we're giving you a quite a bit more we do quite a you bit know? of extra material yeah we for do us. you know so there's all kinds of different things there's different levels you can get into whether it's a dollar or 50 i don't even know any what they, like what it all one, is one three five ten and then you can the co-host the show for the big one okay so there you go and th- there's different levels that you're going to get i mean one level gets the guitar pick and yep. a newsletter yep. uh, another level gets um the chris and aaron show mm-hmm. which you know we get reviews <laughs> saying the decibel geek podcast is pretty funny but there's some pretty hilarious stuff going on the chris and aaron show too because you know, here we're constrained by our, our theme and our, our rock and roll and the things that we're trying to accomplish yeah. with the Decibel Geek podcast. With Chris and Aaron's show, that's all and out the window. We're starting to drink when we record the regular show. Exactly. And by the time we record Chris and Aaron, we're completely blitzed, and that's when you really hear some funny shit. Right, and that's kind of the reason I wanted <laughs> to bring this up, because this next, I mean, last week, they got the uh, VIPs got the Gregory Muse Super Show, right? which was... Gregory Muse conversation in its entirety. The sunset because, Strip Memories. Yeah, yeah, because when we did the Sunset Strip Memories, it went all over the place. Yes. You know, and in between all of us having such a great conversation, a lot of times it's straight straight off quite <laughs> a ways from the Sunset Strip. You know, we were way out on Ventura half the time. Yeah. And so, you know, there was a lot of extra stuff in there, but it was all so good that we wanted to save it. And so I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna put this in. We got a little piece that chris chris and i did after we were done i'm going to fit that in with it and make it a big old two-hour deal and boom there you go vip's got that last week so the reason i want to bring that up is because this week the vip chris and aaron show is going to be kind of strange it was a night that chris and i sat here and got pretty hammed up and i think chris (laughs) asked me three or four times "Are, are you are you recording this like, oh, yeah, no, don't worry about that, you know? And so, <laughs> do you remember any of that? No. <laughs> so, disclaimer. I'm interested to hear this, too. Disclaimer for this week's VIP Chris and Aaron show. It gets pretty crazy, and there's some pretty nutty oh. talk on there. And don't hold it against us if we say some stupid, crazy stuff, because we were really, really drunk. <laughs> All righty. All right. And we also <laughs> and we also do a little thing called Versus. That's out there for the VIPs, yeah. too. That's an, a whole extra uh, show on its own, which we're actually kind of we're uh, changing that up a little yeah, bit we're because we're, we're, we're trying some new concepts with that. So you're going to get a taste of that and this also week as well. raw, unedited versions of some of the interviews we've done. Yeah. So you'll hear stuff that was taken out for various reasons. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Some of that stuff they maybe didn't want to be all the way out there like this stuff and is. And let me, before I play the last song, let me add one more little piece of incentive in here. Okay. Because I really want you guys to sign for the VIP. Oh, you see those over there, by the way? Yeah, those are prize packages. Those are prize packages. They're all packaged up and ready to go. They that, could be coming to your address. And that's also part of it, too. But I'll say this. I will spill dirt on Vinny Vincent that I haven't spilled on the show, on the VIP. Okay, great. Stuff that you haven't heard on any of the specials, I will say on the VIP. On this VIP? When we're about to record, some or in just the future. In general? It'll just it'll come out. Because in general, that's normally what you kind of do on VIP. Yeah. But I don't advertise it typically. So. Right. So there's stuff you will hear that you haven't heard before. So if you're a Vinnie Vincent fan, you you should be a fan of the Chris and Aaron show. This is me taking my TMZ angle. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking for a. I'm gonna. Can I be? A, oh, I'm a co-host. I don't need to be a VIP, but I would be one if I wasn't. Okay. Well, okay. Cool. All right. Sounds good. Got time for one more? Yes. One more for the road. I love it. Today has been a lot of fun, it's been man. Fun. Even though we anytime, feel like dog crap. Anytime we can do anything about Alice Cooper, it's a good day. Okay. So. My last one, as I said, is also from the inside and uh, released on November 78. So I was two years old exactly when this came out. (coughs) Reached number 60 on the Billboard chart. We're hanging in there, folks. Yeah, I know. The song that I'm going to play was written by Alice, David Foster, Bernie Taupin, and Steve Lukather. All right. Quite an all-star cast of writers. And uh, all I got to say, this album is one of the wittiest albums that Alice ever did. The lyrics are are crazily good. Ah, yeah. And... uh, This song just kicks ass all the way around. And uh, my favorite line of the song, I'll just leave you with this for this week. 
All of my life was a laugh and a joke, a drink and a smoke, and then I passed out on the floor. This is Alice Cooper from the inside with Sirius, and we'll see you next week. See you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.